Well, Merry Christmas to everybody. Let's, uh, let's come before the Lord in prayer. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for the joy of being able to sing praises to your name and to be here on this Christmas Eve thinking of our Savior. We have so much to be thankful for, Lord, specifically this great salvation in which you have blessed us, saving us from every sin that we've ever committed, Lord, and separation from you. We praise you for that. I pray, Lord, that, that tonight and tomorrow would be filled with, with hearts that are, are full of thankfulness and, and adoration towards our Savior. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We are going to be looking in Luke chapter 2 this evening. There's Bibles under your pews if you'd like to grab one, or if you have your own, turn to Luke chapter 2. In Luke chapter 2, we find a, a passage that's familiar to probably most all of us here in that it's a description of what's taking place in the birth of Christ. It begins in verse 1, and it says this, And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because, of those, because he was of the, of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. Now there, was, now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. And then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill towards men. The part of the, the, this passage that I wanted to focus on, on this evening, is verses 13 and 14. Now, prior to that, just we, we, we find an angel that comes down, the shepherds that are out there in the fields, and the, this, this one particular angel gives a, the best news that they could ever hear. Don't be afraid, because without a doubt, they would have been afraid. Um, an angel appearing before them as they're out there taking care of their sheep at night. Don't be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there's born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The best news that anybody could have ever heard was that on that particular day, there was born a Savior. A Savior. That the people were in desperate need of a Savior. So this angel comes down and appears to the, shepherd, the shepherds and says, Don't be afraid, I'm bringing you the best news that you could ever possibly hear born to you on this day is a 
a savior. The angels would have seen the fall of man. Not only would they have seen the fall of man as far as Adam and Eve eating of the forbidden fruit, but they they would have watched decades and centuries and millenniums of people wandering so far from God and what he said. Not only wandering from them, but, but haters of God, going totally against what he said in his word, covenant breakers that were just breaking covenant after covenant, and by and large across the world wanting nothing to do with the creator of the universe, the Lord that they knew. And so this angel comes to these shepherds and gives them the best news that they could ever hear. On this day, there's born a Savior. And it's Christ the Lord. Now, I imagine this, this one angel coming down and the joy that this angel must have had in, in telling them that Christ, their Savior, is born. But immediately after this, there is a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God. A multitude. A multitude of angels that have come down at this particular point. And I got to think that you look in scriptures and you see pictures of of what's taking place. And it's 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands and thousands of angels that are present and that are singing and that are praising the Lord I got to think that there's not a lot of angels, if any, that would have wanted to miss out on this episode of worship. You, you got to think that, that when this heavenly host came down, it was just glorious as far as what was taking place. Angels that had been watching and seeing and, and anticipating something that they were told was going to take place, but now he is there. He is lying in a manger wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying there. And he's there with animals all around him. No room for him in the end. The one in whom they knew belonged all glory and all honor, who created all things, he is now there, born to the Virgin Mary and lying in a manger. This event in which they had looked forward to from the time of the fall. This event in which was determined before the world was ever created. These angels are now coming down and they're witnessing this take place. They hear the angel proclaim, a savior is born. And all of them together, a multitude of heavenly hosts, begin praising him. Saying, glory to God in the highest, on on earth peace and goodwill towards men. Picture these angels looking at what has taken place. And a, a simple sentence is not adequate for them. They break out in song. And worship together. Glory to God in the highest. You'll find in other translations it says, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom he is pleased. 
Glory to God in the highest. They see what's taking place and immediately it brings them to a place of he is worthy of all glory in the highest of places. This is the greatest moment in history, the greatest thing that they'd ever seen. And they just break out in song thinking of it. Knowing what has just taken place, it brings them to a place of heavenly hosts singing together. All you kids came up here just a moment ago and you began to sing, you, you sang angels um, we've heard on high. And part of the words there are, are in excelsis Deo, which means glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. What you're singing when you came up and blessed us as you sang those songs, what you sang in that particular song was saying the same thing that these angels were singing when they were there and came down before the shepherds and were there across those fields and throughout the skies singing, glory to God in the highest. He deserves glory, all glory. Because they knew, these angels knew what was taking place. A savior was born. You remember in in Matthew chapter one where the angel appears to Joseph and he also says to him, do not be afraid. Take Mary as your wife for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit and she'll bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus and he will save his people from their sins. Notice that part. This other angel came to Joseph. He will save his people from their sins. The angels knew what was taking place. The angels knew why he had come. The angels knew why he was born. A savior is born and he will take away his people's sin. I picture these angels coming and, 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 and beginning to just come forth in, in, in song and, and, and praising him and I'm I think of the joy that is within their hearts. Hearts that are just filled with joy. I mean, when I picture, at least in my mind, what is occurring, I can't imagine them saying these things and singing these things without smiles, without joy. They're looking at at what this world has come to, and they are seeing the creator of this universe, the almighty God, all-powerful God, the God who has always existed and is at all places at all times, the most glorious one, there in a manger, and their hearts are filled with so much joy because a Savior has been born of what he's done. Part of the thing that's, that's, that's interesting to me also is that he didn't come for them. He wasn't coming to save them. They weren't fallen angels. They were the angels who had reigned with him and been with him since they were created. But when they see what he is about to do for us, they just break forth in song. Glory to God in the highest in the highest glory to him. All the glory goes to him. That picture of what's being said right there will, will, will be proclaimed throughout all eternity. You see, when you look at our salvation, 
it's not us. The, the angels aren't there saying anything about us. It's not our works. It's not what we do. It's all about him. Glory to God in the highest. He's doing it. He's doing it all. He's reaching down to them. He's saving them. He's going to save them from their sins. Glory to God in the highest. And they just begin to praise him. It's something that you find throughout Scripture, all throughout Scripture, that the glory goes to God. In Psalm 115 and verse 1, the psalmist says, Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but to your name give glory. Because of your mercy, because of your truth. Not to us, but to you you get glory. We see these beings in heaven, the 24 elders and, and, and the four living creatures, and, and they're there in the book of Revelation, and they fall down before the Lamb. And they have these harps, and there's these bowls full of incense, and, and they're there, and they begin singing a song to Christ. So you see these beings that are there in heaven. Now, this is far after what we're finding the angels singing here. But notice what they, what they say. You're worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain. You've redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation. You've made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. And then I looked, and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders. And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands and thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them I heard saying, blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb forever and ever. And then the four living creatures said, amen. And the 24 elders fell down and worshiped him who lives forever and ever. So you see the saints that have been saved, you see all of the angels that are there, you see the multitudes of people, 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands and thousands, and all of them are doing the same message in which we find the multitude of heavenly hosts here at the birth of Christ saying, and that is, to him belongs all the glory. He was slain. He was slain. His blood was shed. He's the one that's made a way for us to spend eternity with him in heaven. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. When you think of your salvation and you think of what brought these angels to sing what they're singing, it is because a Savior came. He was born. He lived a perfect life and then he died on the cross for your sins. He made a way for you to spend eternity with him in heaven so that Nobody would ever be able to boast before him. It was all him. All him. 100% completely. It was all him. That whosoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. And so the angels knowing this say, glory to God in the highest. He gets the glory. And then on earth, peace. This peace that He's, they're speaking of. It's not simply peace with us, with one another, but it is that 
The war that once existed between us and God is over. The Prince of Peace has come, and he's reconciled us to God. He's come. Peace on earth. Peace that's there between us and God brought them to a place of singing. Goodwill towards men, the best news that we could have ever possibly heard. On this Christmas, I pray that we would leave this place thinking of what these angels understood. They understood that God gets all the glory. They understood that there was going to be peace now between man and God. They understood that there was a way for us to spend eternity with him, that whosoever believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. And it brought them to worship. They got it. They understood it. They understood what was taking place. If they didn't, they never would have sang like that. You know, they knew that what they were saying was true. They, were, they knew that what they were experiencing, what they were seeing was the best news that anybody could have ever heard. And it brought so much joy over them that an entire heavenly host came down and broke out in song. If I were to come and to bring you good news, whether it be you get to have the job of your dreams or you just won the lottery. (laughs) Probably this latter would be better. Um, And I said it in a way that wasn't convincing at all. Certainly you would question the authenticity of it. These angels knew what was taking place and with heartfelt praise. It's not simply words. They together in unison begin to sing and worship and adore Christ. There, laying in that manger, was the one who had created all things. And he did what nobody else ever could have done. Born here on that particular day, fulfilling all righteousness and paying the price that we could have never paid. For that, it's praiseworthy. Something that should stir within our hearts those who have been saved the kind of adoration that he's worthy of. What an awesome thing it is to have our kids coming up here and being here praising the Lord with some of the same words that those angels sang on that particular day. And how much more so for us to be here and to have it be where it's not just Christmas, but it's a part of every day. It's a part of all that we do. The angels found it worthy to sing here at this particular moment. 
But us, us who have been saved, may that song, may those praises, may it, may it come forth through us throughout the entirety of our lives and that we are the ones who have been purchased. We are the ones who have been saved. They understood. The key part in this, when it talks about on earth peace among those with whom he's pleased, or as the NIV says, on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. His favor rests on those who, the whosoever believes in him. Whosoever believes in him, they should not perish, but have everlasting life. The best news that these angels knew of was that people could be saved not based on how hard they worked, but based on believing in a Savior who died for them. They're saved by faith alone and what Christ did, and that was worthy of song. Will you pray with me? Lord God, we're thankful. We're so thankful for this picture that you give us in Luke chapter 2. Angels, multitudes, heavenly hosts coming and singing praises unto you. And the content of, of what they together began to sing all centered around you receiving all the glory, all the praise, the highest glory in all of history for you who in all of your majesty, in all of your splendor, in all of your power, humbled yourself and became a man so that you could die for us. I pray that, that, that we would find ourselves on this eve, on this night, filled with so much praise for the fact that we know who our Savior is, and it's Christ the Lord. Be glorified now through the praises of your people. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.